Now, doesn't everyone want to have their book become a bestseller on Amazon? That is something that is maybe one of the goals that many of my clients tell me they want on a regular basis. That's one of the reasons why today we are going to discuss how to write the world's best-selling book on Amazon. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. So let's just get straight into it. So there's a couple of things you need to do when you're trying to get a bestseller on Amazon. And the absolute most important one at the top of the list, it's gonna be choosing the right niche. So you're gonna to wanna to make sure that the keywords around what exactly you're writing in already have a lot of sales coming through. If you write a book on a topic that people are not already purchasing books, you will never have a bestseller. You could even write a whole series of books on that topic and it just never will happen. And the reason being is because you're gonna, you have to be in a category with at least 100 books on Amazon in order to get the bestseller flag for your specific book. And which category are you going to be in if your book is in its, a category of its own where there really isn't books in that same category that are currently selling and making money off of Amazon. So that is a terrible idea to write books that nobody is ever going to read. It seems a little bit sad because you're thinking, I have these great stories, or maybe for nonfiction, I wanna tell people how to do these things. Let's say a book dedicated to how to tie shoelaces or something like that. Maybe nobody, I don't know, maybe people do buy books on that, but let's just say people don't, there are no books out there. None of the books on Amazon are currently selling on this particular topic. And so you're thinking, oh, I'm gonna get these books to sell in reality, nobody's even going to purchase these books at all. And so you're wasting your time on that, unless it's just a passion project where you're okay with making no sales. And that's one of the reasons, like I always say, I use KD Spy in order to figure out what these correct categories and keywords are going to be to ensure that we're gonna reach the top of the bestseller charts in a niche that is in fact profitable. The number two tip here is that we're going to look at what's selling best. This is the second, by far the second most powerful thing. And if you ever do a, a session with me, whether you're part of my group coaching or my one-on-one -on -one program, when we're going through your books and looking at them, you'll, you'll notice I always do the same thing. I'm gonna take your book and say, let's see if we can find the best sellers on Amazon in the same niche that your book is in. Then after we've seen what their books look like, we will compare them with your book. And our question is, what are they doing that's making them a bestseller compared to your book? Is there something about the covers of all of the bestsellers in that particular subgenre that you aren't doing? So for example, they're using dark colors or like recently was like clean romance novels are using pastel light colors and your book's gonna come in with some really dark colors, dark dreary colors. Or maybe yours has a photograph on the cover. For example, business books almost always have little diagrams, little handwritten diagram type things on the cover shapes. They don't have photographs, but you're gonna put out a business book that's going to have a photograph of you on the cover or a photograph of something, uh, let's say nature photography on the cover. It doesn't match the other business books. So your book is probably not gonna sell that well. And then when we first get to the page, we're gonna then look, how long is the book? What exactly is the book covering these sorts of topics? right? What does that author's bio look like compared to yours? What exactly is their description? What about the pricing that they're doing, the number of reviews? Lots of these issues with the best sellers. As we compare it with your book, we're going to see some differences and some deviations between their books 
and your books. And I'm going to tell you what makes their books sell so well. Of course, it's the contents, making sure there's no grammatical mistakes and the content is useful for the people who are reading it. But a lot of it also is just the surface stuff. So you're going to see that 80% of these sales is based upon just fixing the surface layered issues on the marketing side of your sales page itself. When we are finished going over your book and looking closely through it to make sure it's going to become a bestseller, we're then going to do the comparison. The idea is that if a person were to not read the author's name on your book, they might very easily confuse it with one of the best sellers. When they do the look inside, they see the description, the author's bio, the pricing, the number of reviews. All of these things come together and the person says, oh, this was a new book by one of the best selling authors in the, in the same subgenre. And then they discover, wait, it's your name as the author and they're like or your pen name for example and they're like oh well the book looks and feels just like this other book so maybe i should give it a try and this is where we really pull people in and that power of that first one with the keywords that, that pull them right on through and the third important point is that if you have those keywords and the pages optimized we're going to start getting organic traffic that is people who are typing in searches into amazon or into google and it brings them right into your sales page but this isn't going to be enough to really build up and give us that best seller flag on our thing we're going to need even more sales and the only way to really get the sales to come in well there's two one is content marketing which i go in my content marketing course for authors where you go through and you figure out how to build an audience outside of the platform to drive traffic to the platform that's the one option and then your other option is paid ads and when you're dealing with the paid ads route this it takes a little bit of time to learn, but really, once you get it down, five to 10 minutes, you can set up an ad in five minutes. It doesn't take more than that. In fact, I could set up an ad from scratch if we were just using basic ads in about 60 to 160 seconds to maybe two minutes max in order to get that entire ad up and running. And it's really amazing. Most authors are completely blown away when they see how the sales, how exact, how easy it is to set them up. And then we can actually see the sales coming through your ads, which is really fantastic. So you're driving the traffic. So as we were looking at that, what we're doing is we have the keywords up front that are that we use Katie Spy and we're running it through through here in order to find out what exactly people are searching for. And then we have those keywords used both in the title, subtitle, and our seven keywords. So that when people type those in, up comes our book. Then our book is positioned because of the cover and the way that all the look and feel of the book and the title and subtitle, they realize very quickly this book is for me and they click on it and they get to the sales page and it is also optimized in order to go about selling everything looks and feels just like the best sellers and then we are pumping money into our ads in order to drive even more traffic through as we test out and see how well our sales page is performing in order to get onto that best seller rank within your subgenre. And if you don't succeed on your first book, well, we keep pounding into that same subgenre until we have so many books in there, we really only need one of them to catch fire. And then all of our back catalog starts to see sales as a result of the work that we've done in order to get that first book to sell. Many times we don't even know. I did a session with somebody just yesterday or the day before, and the question was, my first book did amazing, and then my second book is sort of not so well. And the answer is sometimes, I looked at, if we look at both of the books, we probably find, I didn't in this because it was just a discovery session where we don't go detailed into the solutions. 
but in terms of just doing a $7 power session with them, which we'll be doing shortly, one of the key things is that we're probably gonna see deviations between the best sellers and between their two books. Sometimes it just is the case that one of the books sells well and the other doesn't. We don't sometimes have to understand why it's doing it. We try to understand, we do experiments in order to get these bestseller tags on our books. But sometimes at the end of the day, some books will sell and some books are not going to sell. We just need to make sure we have enough of the books out there and we keep optimizing them so that when one of them sells, it's gonna start driving traffic to all of those other books. And they all, by the way, you're gonna learn the formatting yourself. So you have a link in the back of the book using affiliate links through Amazon to ensure that you're getting additional payments for each and every purchase that those people make that connect with you as an author on your books, which is such an important point when we're trying to get these sales in. My question for you is, what have you done to ensure that you're getting the sales that you deserve for your book in order to reach the best seller status? What tips and tricks have you discovered? I wanna know because it'll help me in future videos to be able to test out, and sometimes you guys give me tips I've never heard of before. So I would really like to hear what you have to say and check up above me here for more self-publishing answers to your questions, thanks.